Man, welcome back. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, it's me, as always, here with y'all, Sanders. I got my boy Dupree with me. Always and forever, man. What's going on, dog? Man, hey, Friday. Glad the week over with. Already know. <laughs> Already know. Mm. You know how they go. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. Today has been a crazy day in, in sports, bro. We man. <laughs> don't get me we, started. We bro, we've been I swear it seemed like every time you looked up, bro, it was something just it was something going on. I was like, this is this is wild, bro. This is wild, but before we even get really heavy into that, we're gonna we're gonna backtrack a little bit, and um, we're gonna give credit where credit is due, and give props out to where it needs to be uh, propped out to, man. But congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks, um, the 2021 NBA uh, Finals champion. They get the job done. They come back down from 2-0, win four straight. Taking in six with a 105-98 victory um, back on Tuesday. Back on Tuesday night, Giannis dropped drop 50. Dropped 50 on them boys. Or dropped a 50-piece. A good 50-piece. Extra sauce is needed. Boy. Yeah, Polynesian, boy. For sure. For sure. Man. I mean, man, I'm trying to even think where I even want to start with that, but... I guess uh, overall, just you know, the series. I mean, I still to me one of the better, better series, better final series that we've had in some years. In my opinion, best best final series we had probably since the 2016 finals. Um, I, I probably rank it right behind there. I might go 16 in this finals, and then possibly 19. Then the that three year. That two year span right there between with the Warriors and Cavs with KD there, um, I and I guess the bubble too. But uh, to me, for sure, one of the better finals we've we've seen in years, um, just because of how we knew a lot of these guys that were on both squads, you know, was looking for that first championship. So it was going to be a joy to see whichever team really won it anyway. But uh, Milwaukee comes back from a 2-0 deficit, wins wins four straight, uh, take care of the Suns. They 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 get in the six, and now they're the champions. Giannis, of course, is finals MVP. Um, so I guess just overall, just kind of we can go back on just how this series went, what was the turning point. And I guess really like what's what's next for both both squads for sure. Man, so definitely um I think the turning point for the series was when Milwaukee went and won game four. Um Game the one game three in uh, in a blowout, but then you go and win game four, and you win game four in a tight ball game. And Chris Paul, they're down by I can't remember how much they were down by. I believe they're only down by one, one or two points. And Chris Paul turns that ball over, 
and they go back down. Milwaukee does and goes, and that's when you got the the alley oop dunk with uh with um no 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 I'm sorry that's wrong game uh game four they go back down and they score regardless game five is what the alley oop dunk was but regardless they go back down and they score and ultimately ice the game I think that was the turning point they tied the series back up two two because at that point it was two one either Phoenix can go up. 3-1, or the series is tied 2-2 going back to Phoenix. And with Milwaukee winning that game, I think that was the turning point. And I say that was the turning point because Milwaukee has, has had in the past a very, very bad habit of falling in love with shooting the basketball, especially shooting threes. So they have a game where they just come out and they're just hitting everything that they throw up from the three-point line. And then the next game, they come out and do the same thing, and they're not hitting. And they're not playing towards their strength, which is going to the basket. That's the strength of Milwaukee is the paint. They can hit three. They have guys that can shoot. Milton can shoot. By a point, he can hit a couple shots here and there. Um, Lopez, he, you know, you know, you know. Lopez is on and off. Uh, P.J. Tucker can normally knock down that, that corner three. I don't know what. I think the rims in Milwaukee just look a little different or something. I don't know. But he's normally uh, automatic from that corner. So you got guys that can kind of, you know, that can shoot a little bit. But the interior is where they dominate with Giannis and Portis. Uh, Milton has that good mid-range game. Drew Holiday going to the basket. And, everybody, you know, so when they did not – fall in love with the jump shot and continue to just attack the paint, attack the paint, and really, just to be honest, they just abused DeAndre Ayton because he didn't have any help on the front line. The next biggest guy that could really help him was Jay Crowder because you were missing Sark from the lineup. It was, it was over. It was over. Giannis's performance, that is... At least in my lifetime, that's one of the greatest closeout performances ever. To have a to have fifty points in a closeout game is insane. To have fifty points in a closeout game is insane, especially when the game was close here and there, back and forth. Chris Milton really didn't have a good game. Drew Holiday for sure didn't have a good game offensively, and every time Phoenix was trying to make a run. Giannis made a play. Giannis would go down and get a basket. He would go down and do this. And then for him to knock down 17 or 19 free throws on top of that, that's just the perfect, like, that's just the icing on the cake. All, all the hell he's caught this, this playoffs about his free throw shooting. He takes so long. He can't shoot free throws. He can't shoot free throws. Can't shoot free throws. And in the closeout game, he had 17 or 19 free throws. There's this, this, you can't do nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Giannis. I'm happy for Milwaukee. I'm glad that they were able, he would stay in Milwaukee and was able to win a championship. I'm glad what he did, what that did for all the small market, market teams in the NBA, showing them that, man, it can be done. And you know, you know, Giannis is the only superstar on that team. So it can be done if you have the, you know, the good, uh, you have the right role players around them and everything like that around your superstar. Um, and then obviously, man, for uh, 
for Phoenix. Um, I'm, I picked Phoenix. I wanted to see Chris Paul get his first one. I am, uh, you know, I, I'm disappointed. Um, I hate it for Chris Paul. You know, now you you talk about you know, does he stay in Phoenix? Does he does he leave? Where does he go if he leaves? Is he going to be able to get back? You know, is he even going to have another opportunity to win it? So um, all those question marks come about and everything. But definitely shout out and congratulations to to the Milwaukee Bucks for their second NBA championship. Yeah, I mean, definitely big congratulations to to the Bucks for that. I, I'm, I'm right to which I think for me, yeah, the that the the turning point is definitely game four. Uh, just because of the, I mean, the play, the first play from Giannis that many people can talk about is the recovery he made from the pick and roll and to go back and block that alley oop from from uh Booker and Aiden. Uh, Insane. That's. Just crazy, freakish athleticism right there to to do all of that and come back and make that block. Like that's when I knew I was like, okay, Phoenix is in trouble because I'm, I was right there with you. I picked Phoenix in six. I thought they could get it done because I thought they could find a way to get get one in Milwaukee, and and that'll be the end of it. But when he made that block right there, I was like, okay, a switch has happened. And I don't know what's going on, but a switch has happened, and it is not looking good for Phoenix. And also, man, Drew Holiday. I mean, we we talked about it time and time again uh, about about Drew Holiday. It was like whenever he can get it going offensively too, uh, along with what he does on the defensive end, that's a hard team to beat. And through those 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 games, especially game. Game four and game five, uh, those two games right there was huge. I mean, huge. That's that still he made on book. That still he made on book was for sure um, one of probably like the greatest defensive plays in finals history that we'll we'll ever see, which led to that oop and that and one for Giannis in, in game five. So um, I think this was this was. I mean, obviously. Great for the city of Milwaukee. Uh, great for the smaller market teams. It, it for sure gives them some kind of hope. Now, every small market team doesn't have a Giannis. Because we all remember when he signed that deal and they, that extension, and we was like, he ain't trying to win no championship. Folks <laughs> like, were saying that. It was like, yeah, bro, he ain't trying, yeah, he ain't trying to win no ship. I'm pretty sure yeah, I was one of those. Yeah, like, was like what? we was like, what's wrong with Buddy? He ain't trying to win no shit. He gonna stay in Milwaukee, you know. This is and this is after you know the the bubble playoffs, and they got him pretty much embarrassed by Miami. And he was just like, yeah, he he ain't trying to win no shit. Like, what's going on, bro? And then they they come back. Uh, you know, I you know they had some injuries, and a couple of teams that they faced had some injuries injuries, but. Albeit, you know, they take care of they take care of Miami in the sweep. They get they get probably the the team who everybody thought was gonna win it all anyway in Brooklyn, get them out in seven. You know, they get past Atlanta. And then even still a lot of folks like us were still picking <laughs> Phoenix over them and you know that they get it done. Um and since since my boy they ran on here and, and jumped in and hopped in, 
on 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 the on the on the record on the podcast, bro. Come on, Eli, what, what you got to say, bro? So I will. Well, I ask this. I pose this question to the both of y'all, and we'll we'll get to the to the to the meat of the discussion of this podcast. But what's next for both teams? Like, obviously for Milwaukee, the the thought of and maybe possibly wanting to repeat is is the next is what's next for them. But you know, is it possible? Can they get it done? And then was this Phoenix only window or do they still have somewhat of a window if they can get Chris Paul to return? It's like, what's next? Because we know how stacked the Western conference is. So can Milwaukee repeat and what's the likelihood they can do it? And what does Phoenix do heading into the off season and next year as teams are going to be coming back fully healthy out there in the West? Go ahead, go ahead, Eli. Um, first, let me uh say, I caught these guys again trying to run the podcast without notifying me. So let, let's just go on and get that out the way first. What's up, Dupree man? What's up, Sanders? Hey, man, we just we really just hopped on. Just I'm just really, saying, we ain't even playing this, honestly. Dupree, talk to me, man. Talk to me. What's going on here? Man, you hear what he said, <laughs> man. Uh, you know you get what I'm saying? No, but um, <laughs> all jokes aside, um, as far as it goes with – I'm going to start with the Suns. Uh, Chris Paul is due up for a max contract. So my question with the Suns, I feel like the Suns as an organization have a uh, decision to make – do you pay Chris Paul this money knowing that he only will be sustainable for two, three years? Is it really worth it when you can um, just let him go? Um, you got a pretty good young core. Um, you guys probably won't, won't get back to the finals. However, you are still in playoff contention. Do you go and search for a superstar or somebody to come play alongside your uh, young guys like Devin Booker and Aiden. So I feel like that's the what the Suns is questioning with themselves as an organization um, as a whole uh, with their decision-making. As far as the Bucks, um, like you stated earlier, uh, Sanders, it do give small, small market team hope. Um, you probably have um, good star players, not, I want to say superstar players, but, you know, good role players, star potential players who now have this ideology, do they want to uh, go play with Giannis? You know, uh, I know Bucks have a little money, and as it relates to their count space, that they can um, find um, another player for a pretty good deal. Um, so, as far as them going back, um, I feel like, honestly, this was the Suns and the Bucks' best opportunity to get to the finals. It, whichever team won, this would probably have been their best opportunity to win.
win, barring the seat, it would be hard for the Bucks to go back. I feel like there was the Bucks. Not saying as long as LeBron, the KDs, the Steph Curry's, the Jane Harden's, um, as long as they in the lead, it would have been hard for Giannis to get his. Now, as we fast forward three to five years, okay, yes, Giannis might dominate. But go back to my previous statement, there was the best opportunity for Giannis to get that ring, and he went and got it because he knew this his window of getting the ring was um, not that wide open. So, yeah. I, I definitely feel that Milwaukee has a better shot at getting back to the finals right now. The Phoenix has a lot of questions. They got to figure out. I mean, the biggest question is figuring out is Chris Paul coming back? Is Chris Paul coming back? Are they going to be able to bring Cameron Payne back? What are they going to do with Cam Johnson? Like, they have some questions that they have to answer. So, um, I definitely, I don't, Milwaukee repeating, I do not think they'll repeat. I believe uh, I agree with Eli when he said I think they have the better chance of getting back to the finals. Um, Phoenix is a young squad, talented squad. You just got to figure out if they can keep all of those guys and if they can resign, um, if they can resign Chris Paul. Uh, they got some some things. Chris Paul, like he said, he's due for a max contract. He wants a max contract. And if I'm Phoenix, I'm not giving him one. If I'm just being completely honest. I would give him a max contract. You're 36 years of age. You on the tail end of your career. I'm not paying you the excess of 100. Was what it what's what's the max? 100. What almost 100? That 180 something like that. Like it might be more than that now. And yeah, he he could. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it depending might on be. what max it is, or yeah, so whichever like, one, it could be between a hundred and some close to maybe even two. I don't know. Yeah, so like I'm not paying you that much, and I might not get, I might not get if it's three years, I might not get three years out of you. I'm not doing that mm-hmm. when I can sign some other guys and bring some other guys in. So there are some things they got to take care of, um, and then even for Milwaukee, you get like like Eli said, Brooklyn, you know. Brooklyn, they had their injuries and everything like that. So we'll see what happens with them. And then you still got all these other teams. We'll see what happens with Philly. But Atlanta is a young up-and-coming team. New York is a young is a young squad as well. Uh, I would assume that uh, Miami will be back with Jimmy Butler. They're looking at making some moves. And then even out in the West for the Suns, I mean, good Lord. Golden State comes back healthy. The Lakers are coming back healthy. Uh, the Clippers should be coming back healthy. The Utah is coming back. Denver is coming back. Dallas is a young and up-and-coming team. Memphis and uh, New Orleans, like the, Portland, if, if Dame Lillard doesn't leave Portland. So they got a rough road in the West. I don't, I don't see Phoenix doing, you know, repeating and getting back to the finals. So, um, But I also didn't have them in the finals uh, this past, you know, this past so we'll see. Yeah, I'm right there with y'all. I don't, I don't, if I was Phoenix, I wouldn't even give, I wouldn't give Chris Paul a max contract. Um, I mean, if I was Chris, I wouldn't even be looking for a max contract anyway. At this point, we, we, I don't, I don't want to necessarily say ring chasing, but 
at this point, like, I mean, you've made all the money that you can make. Stay for paying you good money with some commercials, bruh. Like, <laughs> what more what more cash do you need? You know what I'm saying? At this point, you trying to somehow, someway cement uh, your legacy. But I think now it's going to be hard for him to do that just because maybe if, depending on the team and who he goes to and the role that they give him, like, is he necessarily, like, the guy? Even though, you know, I mean, he ain't never just been, like, the, the number one scorer on his team from times that I can remember, maybe back in the early days with New Orleans with the Hornets. But, I mean, I've never really just seen him be, like, leading the scorer all the time for his team anyway. So, I, I guess being that guy doesn't really matter. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know what Phoenix is going to do because, like, we, we already mentioned everybody out that way. The Lakers, Clippers, Warriors coming back, Utah. Dallas, I mean, it's, I don't know. That's going to be rough for them. But, I mean, you know, everybody's going to be gunning out there from Milwaukee, though, too, out there in the East. Because, I mean, you know, like we said, we got Philly. We got Brooklyn. You, uh, Atlanta. Uh, like you said, Miami will probably try to, you know, try to add some more pieces over there to come with to come with Jimmy Butler and their comeback and everything like that. So, it's going to be interesting to see. Um What's gonna happen, especially in this off season? I believe in, in the draft is what next Thursday. I believe yeah, so. The draft is next week. The draft is next week. So, this is who's that saying? Golden State got two two lottery picks. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they got two lottery picks. So, you know, <laughs> they only gonna get better. But James Jones definitely has his work cut out for him in Phoenix to see what all he's going to do to try to help build back that roster up again. And depending on what they're wanted to do uh, but once again shout out to the Milwaukee Bulls congratulations um, very well deserved they earned their championship for sure um, and damn one one last thing before we move on to the topic but damn Giannis got a hell of a resume already at 26 bro yes <laughs> yes that's a that's a hell of a resume for sure yes. he's he's I mean, he got a Hall of Fame resume already. He ain't even nowhere near done. That's that's scary for sure. Nowhere near done. Cause he can, I, he's he can definitely win another Defensive Player of the Year. Easy. He can get MVP. Yeah. I think MVP. He could get he could get him another MVP. I think it's more likely that he gets a. A defensive player of the year, but he like I mean he can get an MVP, another defensive player of the year. He could win another title. Like it's yeah, it, it his resume might look might be scary by the time he's done. Most dominant player. I don't want to get into all that. That's, that's um, a question. That's I, mean, I mean, that's, that's a, a legit that's that's a legit question though because you didn't you didn't say best. You said most that's dominant. Cool. Most you, dominant you player. Say, you didn't say best. Most dominant. I mean, let's, I mean let's, the way let's, the way let's he let play a little bit longer. Let's let, let, I don't know. I feel let's, it. Let's hold I, it. I feel I, it. But the the way he the way he just race. dominated. That's what I'm saying. The way he just dominated this finals, though. I mean, granted, I know it was against DeAndre Ayton. You know, this was a young squad and everything. But I mean, 
They, he bullied them boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all saying, boys. Are y'all saying the yeah, most dominant right. right now, or y'all saying the most dominant ever? No, right now. Oh, okay. If y'all saying right now, then cool. Okay, if y'all saying right now, then cool. I thought y'all was talking about ever. I'm oh, like, no, 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 no. That's no, why no, I said no, let's no, go no, 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 because I thought y'all were being blasphemous. I was like, no, 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 right now. Yeah, no. Okay, I agree with y'all then. Because who? But can you? Now go ahead, uh, Dupree. I mean, I was about to say. I mean, I mean, who was would you say? I mean, you could say maybe. And B, but like outside of that, I don't really know who else you would even put in that category as far as dominance. Like, yeah, yeah, most yeah. dominant. Like you put in B in that, and then outside of that, I'm not put the, putting the Joker in it. Um, yeah. So some, some people they making a claim that he's the most dominant player ever. They making that claim. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I can do it ever. I, think I don't know if I can know. do it ever. I think, but right now, yeah. get drug tested. You dig what I'm saying? But um, you know, that's them the allegations out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the allegation. They, that's what they saying. I don't know, but, man. I, I, it's it's like it's a stamp. He's he's a stamp for show. Top five, like for sure, stamped top five, and probably most dominant right now. I definitely get into it, but ever that's a lot of players you got to think about to say ever. Yeah, that's true, though. That's true. Some people say he, uh, he low key, he's edging Shaq. That a lot of people are saying that, but yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, hey. hey. what they. The allegations is he accomplished more in his first uh, three, four years. What we in seven years? Let's do his first five, six years than Shaq did in his first five. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, well, that's true. They ain't get. They he ain't get in Orlando, man, but, man. but still though, Shaq three peated. They won three finals MVPs in that in that span. Right. So yeah. uh, let's stop that, please. Back when it was <laughs> back when, back when it was back when it was multiple big men too. You know what I'm saying? It ain't you know, you know ain't too many ain't too many bigs posting up in the paint no more now. So yeah, let's just let's can we, let, let's be for real. Can we let let's calm down. Let's calm down on effort. Let's calm down. Let's just, let's, let's hey, that's what it is, bro. They, they, they folks see your championship and they just start they they start yoga stretching. Yeah, with man. You know what I'm saying? Man, that, man, that man went three peat and won three straight finals MVPs. I mean, bullying on folks. Your boy was just your boy Giannis. Yeah, he won the championship this year, but he just got out it last year because he couldn't get to the paint the past two years actually because someone yeah. stopped him from getting to the paint. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how the story changed fast when Chris Paul was up two zero and they was clowning Giannis. But yeah, it's crazy how narratives change so quickly. Man, My man, congratulations on Bucks, man. Giannis getting it done. What he done at his age is very impressive. He's on. A, he's always. He's already in. Hall of Fame status, like for me, in my opinion, I don't feel like he has to do any more, but play the rest of his career, and he'll be a Hall of Famer. 
How many guys? How many guys you know at age twenty six that got a ring? Finals MVP. Defense. There's only three people who's Finals MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and MVP. And one of them players, the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan. The other ones, Hakeem Olajuwon. So he's in great company. Yeah. I mean, man, that that ain't any argument right there, bro. For sure, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> They're in our arguments. But speaking of arguments and the next topic, bro, because this this right here has the whole the whole sports world going crazy, especially in the world of college football, bro. So the founding members, makes makers of the Big 12 Conference, University of Oklahoma and the University of Texas are both planning on leaving the Big 12 Conference and possibly joining the SEC. <laughs> it's already 14 teams, 14 teams in the in the SEC Conference. Obviously, Texas and Oklahoma joining, it would be 16. Now, from an SEC page that I saw on Instagram, and I, I'm pretty sure that is, I think that is true. I have, to, I have to go back and look at my research for it. Texas and Oklahoma can't initially, like, technically leave the Big 12 until 2025. That's when, like, the contract is up for to where they're, like, free. But the, the talks of them already saying that they're leaving the Big 12 is there. So, obviously, I guess they're just going to finish it out and then... We'll have it there together. Initial thoughts, reaction on this. And if this move is really going to happen, what's going to be the thing or the deal here for the ACC? What's going to happen with the Big 12? What should they do? And how much of this landscape of college football is changing to the point to where, which it's been brought up plenty of times before, but... To the point where it's probably going to end up being just instead of like a power five, uh, it'll probably just be a group of four super conferences here soon. Eli, go ahead. Um, me. Um, I was really, uh, honestly about this. I just recently did my research on this. I know, uh, Dupree had brought it up in the uh, group chat. He was a little furious, so that's part of why he need a minute to calm down before he speaks <laughs> on it. Uh, so I was really dumbfounded of the situation at first until uh, they dropped in the group or whatnot. Um, a lot of people say the SEC SEC is the best conference. I mean, you got to uh, pay where you weigh. I guess people want to explore their talent. Um so, tell me, I never seen a me personally. I honestly don't see the reason for um, teams switching conference. I never knew the uh, actual reason behind it. Uh, Chain dollar dollar bills. But, so yeah, apparently it's the money. But I mean, if you a top conference in the Big Twelve, you would think that you would still get uh, big bills and 
where big revenue um, sources and things of that nature uh, still be on top uh, networks and you know, but Texas, I ain't gonna say because who did Oklahoma and Texas, right? Yeah, man, Texas ain't been nothing since I ain't gonna say they ain't been nothing. I ain't gonna just downplay them like that, but they've been mediocre for probably the last five years. So to go to a tougher conference. Oh, you being nice. You said five years. You being nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it probably been a little, you know what I'm saying? But so to go to a tougher conference, um to be at the because if we being honest, Texas might fall at the bottom of the SEC, Tennessee's. They probably have close battles with Tennessee's, the Vandy's, uh, the Missouri's. So if I was them, I would have stayed home where I'm at, you know. But that's just me. Um, is it really worth it? I don't think so, but everybody trying to get their dollars for revenue purposes. But I think it is stupid to uh, make the conference uneven. Uh, but, yeah, so that's my take. Hey, 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 he ready, bro. Hey, give me water. Grew up in SEC country. Got off with putting Texas in them. In Missouri, we gave you. So how about if we gonna add some? Let's actually add a team that's in the southeast region. Of Of the country, let's 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 do that. You're looking at all right. Well, I don't even know what Texas' record was last year, so I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me. So it is what it is. But Texas ain't been hot as of late. You're talking about Texas, where back when Kyler was at Oklahoma, they and Sam Ellinger was quarterback man about three years ago. They had those tough battles, but they couldn't beat Oklahoma to win the Big Twelve. They had beat Oklahoma that one year in the regular season and came back and lost in the Big Twelve championship. And then after that, uh, they played LSU and Joe Burrow went down there and did his thing and they lost. And then their season kind of went went downhill from there. You got Sark, Steve Sarkeesian there as the head coach now. But Texas hasn't really been able to do anything in the Big 12 as of recently because you just had Iowa State playing Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game. 
So, Texas ain't really been revving in the Big 12. Okay, cool. Now, Oklahoma. Oklahoma has won the Big 12 for the past, Lord knows how many years, five, four or five years or whatever it is. Why would you want to leave the Big 12 to come to the SEC? The reason why I believe Clemson will not come to the the SEC is because we have a conference, we're in a conference that we like and that we are rolling through right now. So why would I then come to the SEC where I have to worry about playing a Georgia, a Florida, a Tennessee, a potentially a Auburn or Alabama or LSU every year when I can worry about playing whoever it is in the SEC that's the big dog at the end of the year in the college football playoff. All right. Now, let's get into all these different pods and let's do this. Oh, we had these 14 pods and uh, the four – there, there's four separate pods, and the, if you're in the pod, you play that team every year, and this, that, and the third. The pods that I saw that was broken up had Oklahoma and Texas in the pod with Arkansas and I believe it was Missouri. Correct. Why? I, why are we saving them? Why? Why are you saving them? If you want to come play big boy football, come play big boy football. I've seen stuff where it's like, we'll move Alabama and Auburn to the east and then put Oklahoma. Nah, hell no. No, no. You want to pay to get in here? You got to play ball. Don't ruin SEC. Don't don't save them. That's saving them. For what? You want to come play ball? That's cool. Come play Alabama. Come play Auburn. Come play LSU. Play A and M every year, even if the pods they even don't even have Texas A and M in their pod, and it, and the school is in Texas. That's what uh, in the pod. Bruh, that's, that's I was it. like, they, they could are, at least put them in there. They are Texas and Texas A and M are big time rivals. How do you not put them in the same pod? And then the pods is like, if you can you can host, basically every team will host. Every every four years, a team will host every team. So you telling me, you telling me that Oklahoma could get away with not playing Alabama or Georgia or Florida or AM or uh LSU but once every four years. Is that what you're trying to tell me? So they not coming what not saying they're not coming in the SEC. You avoiding the big dogs. Tennessee got to play Georgia and Florida every year. Arkansas got to play Alabama, Auburn, LSU every year. So does AM. So does Arkansas. So does South Carolina. So does Ten- uh, Kentucky. So does Vandy. So why are we adding them to a conference and then saying, well, you don't got to worry about playing certain teams every year? Nah, hell nah. You coming to this, you coming to this conference, you playing ball. The SEC been running college sports just the past year. Alabama, I don't, Alabama won national championships, and I don't know how many sports they won in like golf and football and all these different sports. Women in basketball, Kentucky is the king in the SEC. Oklahoma and Tennessee and, and Texas not going to be able to uh, compete in that. I heard a Texas basketball team pretty solid, but you know you got to show me some 
women's basketball, you're not coming in and taking over because you got South Carolina and Tennessee and Mississippi State. Then in uh, Kentucky just won the women's volleyball uh, national championship. You just had an all-SEC College World Series. So that's chalk. So the best sport you got to you, – the best sport you have a chance at. Alabama won golf and all that type of stuff. The best sport you got a chance in is football. And I'm going to say it right now. Oklahoma and Texas ain't never winning the SEC. Not playing the way they play. Lincoln Riley better come up with something different. It's a wrap. It's over. And I don't know what Sar- Sarkees he got. You know, he has his, he got experience in the SEC. But they're not winning the SEC championship because even if, I don't know how the pause will work out as far as like how to determine who plays in the, in the championship game. But they're not beating Bama. That's it. I don't think they beat Texas A&M. Cause yeah, okay, Texas A&M. Yeah, they used to be a Big Twelve school. Texas A&M got SEC ballers in there now. They know they are no longer a, a Big Twelve football team. This is no longer the running gun, and they throwing the ball. Uh-uh. They got a boys on that front seven and that O line and D line. It's a different Texas A&M. You coming into the league? I'm I'm looking at at least three losses, and I might be generous. Texas might have six. So I don't like this, man. It's a money. I'm a, I'm a competitor. This is a this is purely about money. This is about money. This is about that nil and all that type of stuff. And I don't. I just I don't like it. I do not like. If there had been any other two teams, possibly, if it at least made sense demographically, I feel like I would I would I would feel different. If it was at least a, if it made sense demographically, but because it does not make sense demographically, and you have two teams that are top dogs in the or quote unquote, especially Oklahoma is a top dog in the Big Twelve, but Texas is normally right right there at nipping at the heels of playing for a Big Twelve championship. You talking about leaving and coming to the SEC? Oklahoma not winning the national championship now because you're not gonna get out your conference, and neither is Texas. So that man, I could keep going on for how man. Go ahead, Sanders. I, I'm gonna just say this here, bro. When I saw this, my initial reactions were: if y'all leave the Big Twelve and come to the SEC, all them times y'all go eleven and one, ten and two. That's gone. That's gone. Them 11 and 1s and 10 and 2s going to turn into 7 and 5s, 8 and 4s real quick. Because it's just some stuff. It's the stuff that they get away with in the Big 12 that you just ain't about to get away with in the SEC. So then, let, let's talk about each team here respectively. So, Texas. I'm going to go back from the last five seasons, 2016. 2016, 5 and 7. No bowl game. Charlie Strong last season fired. Didn't do that well. 2017, they go 76, make the ball game, beat Missouri. 2018, that's when they go, they go 10 and 4. They lose, they go to the Big 12 Championship game. They lose to Oklahoma, but they get a chance to go to the New Year's Six and they beat Georgia. And that's where uh Sam Ellinger comes out talking about some their back. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. 
that next year, 2019, they go back down to eight and five. <laughs> and then last year they went, uh, I want to say 73. They went 73. So I'm like, if y'all doing that in Big 12, y'all going to be fighting for six and six in the SEC. Like, that's crazy. And then the thing about it with 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 the Big Twelve. So then you got Oklahoma, right? They it seemed like they're the only ones that's representing the Big Twelve. Well, every time they get to the college football playoff, they want it done. They they've never won anything when it comes, you know what I'm saying, to getting the national championship here in, in years. Um I just I don't like the I don't like the move in so many different ways. Number one, I just don't understand what's the point of you moving from the Big Twelve to the SEC, knowing that the only thing that matters in the Big Twelve is Oklahoma and Texas. Because if they leave, which is which is what is going on, when they when they leave, who's left? We got who Oklahoma State, Iowa State, TCU. I mean, I can't even I can't really even talk about location and regional wise and everything like that. Cause hell, West Virginia's in the Big Twelve. That ain't nowhere near <laughs> all the rest of the schools is in the Big Twelve. So the location thing at this point don't even matter because we know what the moves are for. It's for money, but I I'm just not understanding. So then cause you already got, you know, your revenue. And all the money that you're making within that conference in in the Big Twelve, I mean, hell, Texas got their own damn network. But I guess in a way, when you bring that over to to the SEC, and Texas is a good school academically as well. As they we try to still make it student first, but even though players going to be out here with a whole lot of deals with the with the NIL rule, but I guess. Overall, it's not bad, but at the same time, I'm just like, y'all better be careful what y'all wishing for when y'all coming over there. Because the type of players they have, the defense that they run, it's not going to work. Like, it, it, it's not going to work in the SEC. It, it, it's really not. Man, for sure. Because it, like, it's just not going to work. Like, they, like, it's not like Oklahoma and Texas don't get good recruits like they don't they get good recruits but even so okay yeah let's say okay yeah well we're in the sec now we should be able to get better better caliber players quote unquote well you're already not you're already getting some of the top guys in the country already to, to come to your school but if you're talking about okay they moved to the sec and i'm a i'm a recruit and i'm down to alabama georgia Clemson and Oklahoma, well, okay, I want to play in the SEC. So now I'm looking at Bama, Georgia, Oklahoma. Why would I go to Oklahoma when I got Alabama, who's already established as the king of college football right now, and Georgia, who's another powerhouse in the conference? You Oklahoma, you ain't done nothing yet. You ain't done anything. So why would I go to Oklahoma? Uh, if you play quarterback, I'm, maybe. Yeah, if you play quarterback, but outside, yeah, outside <laughs> that's of that, but even then, but that's even, about it. But even then, even then, though, it's like okay, yeah, if I play quarterback, yeah, I'll go. But the the reason why SC has evolved so much is because they were playing that tough defense, 
And now they spread the ball all around. So now they had the, the same style of offense that the Big 12 has. A lot of these SEC schools have, but they just have they just have way better defenses. They just have way better defenses. So it's cool. You can go Oklahoma. You can go and score, you know, I don't see you scoring 40 points a game, but you can go score 40 points a game. You're going to give up almost 50. And you might not score 40 points a game. I don't know how many defenses in the SEC even gave up 30. So that's like, it, it, I, bro, like, I don't, I don't, it's, man, like so, I said, man. Go ahead. What were you about to so, add? So when, so when this move, because obviously it's, it's, it's coming the way it's been talking like this. So when this move is being made, what happens with the Big 12? Like, do they try to add some more teams and keep it afloat and stay as a power five? Um, do they dissolve it and just say, to hell with it, let y'all go wherever y'all want to go? Um, and and like, like the Big East did? And have to come up with another type of conference or something like that because it's, you know, we okay, Texas and Oklahoma, boom, talking about being gone. Kansas is supposed to be leaving too. Um, and the talks that I'm hearing, it could be between either the Big Ten or the ACC trying to pick them up to come that way. Picking um, up who? Say it again. Kansas. Kansas. Kansas is supposed to be leaving Ew. the Big 12. They're supposed to be leaving the Big 12 soon too. Um, where they're going, I'm not quite sure, but they're supposed to be leaving the Big 12 uh, soon too. So, what does the Big 12 do? Like, who, if if, if they're going to initially add someone, I guess when that time comes or during this time or whatever, who do they need to go get? Should they go get anyone or should they just, like I said, do like the biggies and just dissolve it? Let y'all go wherever y'all want to go. If y'all want to be independent, be independent. Um, and where does this lead to how maybe these super conferences start getting, making, getting made out? Or does does a, a conference like the American, do they just kind of sit back and see what happens with the Big 12? And instead of those teams like in the American conference trying to go up to the Big 12, do they just stay and then they try to come up and say, hey, well, why don't we be the next power conference if the Big 12 is not a thing anymore? Uh, Eli, if you want to, you can go ahead and answer that one first, man. In my opinion, if this the direction that the Big 12 is going to, well, they need to be calling the AAC up and it's time to link up joint forces. Because we know the SEC not going nowhere, the ACC not going nowhere, and the Big Ten not going nowhere. I believe them, like, are three uh, – I feel like they have a great relationship with their uh, – those conferences have a great relationship with their schools and uh, respective um, ADs or whatever. So I feel like they locked in. But – um, and uh, Pac-12, I don't really hear nothing about the Pac-12. Uh, well, you know, ain't nobody trying to go yeah. that far out west besides the the west yeah. western, western so, team. So, so yeah. So, um, I feel like that if that's the direction that the Big Twelve is going into, I feel like 
and if you're going to release, uh, my question is, teams have free will. Like once they contract up, they can uh, leave a conference. Or it has to be agreed upon. Uh, are you saying when they leave a conference? Like, uh, standards talk about like the five-year contract that uh, OU have. Like, so once a school contract is up, they can just up and leave a conference if uh, another conference wants them. Is basically what I'm asking. Like free agent. Yeah. So what I'm here. So what I'm hearing is as far as this 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 whole thing is that. Obviously, it's like okay, the Oklahoma, Texas are leaving. Are supposed to be leaving. What I'm hearing is that they're gonna play this year in the Big Twelve, and then next year come to the SEC. It's not. I'm, I'm hearing this is not supposed to happen this year. It's gonna happen next year. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's it's not. Um, it has to be a thing of. But yeah, you got to you got to buy yourself out. They're, they're supposed to. They're supposed yeah. to buy themselves out of the conference. Yeah, or whatever. And that's why. Do. That you hold in the conference, you have to buy yourself out. Yeah, and that's why uh, when I looked at what uh, what I looked at from from an SEC page, that's why I was saying it, they were saying it's not guaranteed, but it may not happen until twenty twenty five because that's when both schools' contracts are up with the Big Twelve. But if they want to, if they're gonna do it earlier than that, then they gotta buy it out, and they, they have to they have to forfeit, they have to get rid of a lot of money uh, revenue. All kind of that stuff for breaking the contract, so it might. It's definitely not going to happen this year. It's not happening this year, not twenty twenty one. It could happen. It could happen twenty twenty two. But if it don't happen within these next two years, it probably won't happen until twenty twenty five, unless they just say, "Okay, to hell with it. We got enough money to go ahead. We'll take this risk, do the buyout, and not worry about the revenue and all that stuff like that." Which I. I, I would probably think both teams have enough money to do it, but if you, it's the question is, is it if you want, it? yeah, is it worth doing it? So, well, you only got another four years, so like, can you just play that out? Um, you play that out. To, to answer your question, Sanders, I think the Big Twelve needs to be on the phone with Cincinnati, with UCF, with SMU. They need to be on the phone with some of these top Memphis. Some of these top schools in the AAC, you get them on the phone right now, get to talking to them, figure out what we can do. Let's bring some schools in here and get this thing shaking. Um, I would, I mean, if you're losing Oklahoma and if you lose Oklahoma and Texas, I would say I'll call an SMU and let's get SMU in here. And then probably. Either you see, it's tough. Cincinnati, Cincinnati would be good. Is just because I would probably say UCF because UCS, UCF, excuse me, has had an extended period of success, and then you add Gus Malzahn to that too. He's down there coaching, so that's another. That's a big time coach, a national championship um, coach down there at UCF. So that's a bigger name. Down there in UCF, so I'll probably say UCF before Cincinnati. But yeah, I'm, I'm UCF, Memphis, Cincy, SMU. I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm on the phone. Like, are we make it? Like, do I want to make this move? If so, let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. So yeah, I don't think they try to dissolve. I don't think those power five schools, our conferences, excuse me, as far as 
Big 12, SEC, ACC, Big 10, Pac-12. I don't think the Big 12 should try to dissolve. I don't think I don't think so. I think they need to stay a conference. Um, if Kansas wants to leave, then I, you know, you know, as far as it, it hurts basketball-wise, but, I mean, football, I mean, come on now. Kansas ain't did nothing then. Shoot. I don't know. Forever. Oh, yeah, so prices before I was born. So if they want to walk, it was like, man, just let us uh, keep the basketball they team. Had, they had one good year when uh, a Queen Tyler, uh, when was still there. Uh, what's his name? Who? God, God. What was his name, brother? Uh, but he played corner, bro. Um, <laughs> golly, what is his name, bro? Because I, I don't want to butcher it, so I don't want to. Uh, yeah, he, was, bro, he was he was he was a corner with the Rams when they went to the Super Bowl. Uh who a key to lead? Yeah, that's the last that's the that's the last time Kansas was good when Talib was there. Oh shoot. I don't remember that. They went to, they went to like the Orange Bowl. This was when the BCS was still a thing. Oh yeah, I definitely don't remember that. I don't remember Kansas. <laughs> I don't have any memory of Kansas being good outside of basketball. Bro, they were good that one year and then they was they was they was shit after that. I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm it was like it was. We were in like elementary, middle school for sure. That's probably we was kids. We was kids. Yeah. So, yeah, man. If I had a vote, man, Oklahoma and Texas, y'all stay in the Big Twelve. Don't come over here. This a different. This a different dog. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. It's a different beast. It just means more. It just means more. That's the slogan. It just means yeah. more. I don't know, man. I guess. I mean, I guess some 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 rivalries can be renewed. Like that would be nice to see Texas and Texas A and M go back at it again. Uh, I mean, even them playing Missouri, hell, even them playing Arkansas, because they all used to play each other for a little minute. That'd be cool. But I don't know. I just I just think at that point, if that's gonna happen, then before you know it, it's gonna be. Teams wanting to join the ACC. Teams wanting to join the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Whatever is left over, probably they just go to the Pac-12, and and we end up just having, like you said, just super conferences at this point. It's it's shaping up to seem like it's that way. It's just all for this revenue and money and all type of all type of crap and all that stuff like that, man. I guess so. I don't know because if if Kansas is supposed to be leaving, Texas leaving, Oklahoma leaving. That leaves them what? That leaves the Big Big Twelve with what? Seven teams? Nah, that's you because they got ten now. They got ten now. If Oklahoma and Texas leave, so if Kansas just leaves, then that's nine. Right, but then after Texas and Oklahoma, that will leave them. Well, wait, wait, wait. no, they have. Wait, it's the Big Twelve though. So if they Texas only got ten, but they only got ten teams. They only got ten because you got to remember Colorado. Colorado left to the Pac-12, and Nebraska is in the Big Ten now. Yeah. When but the, they, when added, the, they, when added West, they added West Virginia, and they added they added West Virginia. I thought they added somebody else too, though. West Virginia nah. got added. West Virginia. Well, yeah, got West Virginia added. got added. West Virginia's in the Big Twelve. Who else in the? Nah, they got. I'm pretty sure nah. they got 12 teams, man. Hold on. Nah, they only got 10, bro. 10 teams. <laughs> Hold on, man. Because you got to think. Of, you got to. I'm saying you got to think about all the Texas teams, bro. You got Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU. Well, TCU got added. That's who got added to. 
That's yeah. who it is. So they so got. Look, but when they, but no, when they, so when they lost, when they, so, but you got to think, they lost. You got to think when it was the Big Twelve. The, they, lost, they lost Nebraska and they lost. They lost Nebraska, and they lost Colorado, Colorado. Missouri, and A and Texas A and M was in there too. So that's that's four they lost oh from my the gosh, original forgot, Big Twelve. Yeah, 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 yeah. A and M Missouri. Yeah. They lost them four. They lost them four there to move those. You know, Nebraska went Big Ten, Colorado went Pac twelve, and then A you're right. You only got ten teams. You're right. So, so then when they team. added when they added TCU and West Virginia, it gave them ten. But if yeah. you're saying if they talking about Kansas why. leaving, Oklahoma leaving, Texas leaving, now it's seven. And like, as I yeah, said, now right. they don't they don't have the same firepower. Mm-mm. Right, really, like you know what I'm saying the Big 12 when you think Big 12 you're thinking Oklahoma Texas like if Nebraska was still there you would say Nebraska because of their history but mm-hmm. the nah, fact, right. you know, yeah. Oklahoma State Oklahoma State got a little history you know because they got mm-hmm. you know Barry Sanders and Thurman Thomas and you know a few guys here and there you know Des Bryant just well I don't Justin, know if I can say Justin Blackman but nah, I guess because I mean, what he yeah, did when he, was in college, what he did there yeah Justin Blackman but I mean, other than that, I mean, you know, TCU, Kansas State, Texas Tech, Baylor. When, when TCU joined, they were rolling. TCU was like True. the new was the new Boise State when they when when they joined. Them boys and that rolling. I was about to mention it to y'all. It was the wild. It's a wild card, and they're saying they they want to try to look for either BYU or Boise State. Try to see if they can get them there in the Big Twelve. But I don't see how that could work. I can oh, see. Boy, I can see Boise trying to go ahead and leave. I think BYU is wants to stay under, independent. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. I can't see neither one because I just. I don't know. I, I I like seeing Boise State just being like that group of five team. I don't know if I really want to see them try to really go to like a power five. I don't really. I don't think it's worth it, especially not for the. No disrespect to the Big Twelve, it's just. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. It's a lot, man. But I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I now that I'm, it's all coming back. Because the whole thing with the with the Big Twelve, it was well, you don't have enough teams to do a conference championship game because you don't have division and all that. So they had to add the conference championship because it's like, okay, we need to play a conference championship game. Everybody else has a conference championship game. We don't, so we need to we need to have one. And they ended up just having one. But yeah, they would be down to seven. So. Unless you can add some, unless you can, I don't think, unless you can pull like Nebraska back and then get a SMU and a, you know, like I was saying, a UCF or, you know, Memphis in there or something like that. That's going to be rough, especially if Kansas leave. Yeah, it's going to be hard. I mean, because everybody else already, everybody else already 14 deep, right? Because, I mean, Big Ten got about, I know they got, what, 14? They got about, they got 14, don't they? I think the Big Ten is 14. I think the Big Ten is fourteen. I think the ACC they fourteen, right? Uh, I think because they took they took they took some of those teams that was originally the Big East and got them down to the ACC. So they're fourteen, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, everybody they grab they grab Pittsburgh and Syracuse, Louisville, and Louisville. Yeah. So they might they fourteen at least. They probably fourteen for sure, yeah. And then Notre Dame play. I mean, they only play a they don't play, they play a little bit, you know. 
a couple you know a couple ACC schools. They're not fully ACC just yet. I don't believe. Right. Nah, not not football. Nah, nah, but basketball and stuff they are. So yeah, yeah, they got at least the ACC has at least fourteen. The Pac twelve, I believe, is just literally twelve. Yeah. Um. So let me hold on. Let me check on the Big Ten real quick. I think the Big Ten. I want to say they fourteen deep. I think fourteen. Seventy seven west. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy seven west. Let me look at the. Let me see. You know, because we playing. You know, my Ohio State. We're gonna play Nebraska or Wisconsin every year. You know, cousin. That's our only competition. So, no, no, no. We, but no, we can't let him slide by and not let him just say it like that, bro. <laughs> bro hey, what did he say, bro? Them. He really not even lying, though, so I can't even be mad. He said, he, no, he said, hey, seven, seven, East, seven, West in the Big Ten. And he was like, every year, you know, he's an Ohio State fan. He said, every year. Uh, we either playing Nebraska or Wisconsin. And, you know, he was like, that's our only competition up there anyway. Wow. <laughs> you really getting off. I'm really not. I'm really, I really, because I got a squad in the Big Ten that I've been a fan of since I was young, and I really should get on your head right now. But for the sake of time, I'm not going to do it. We'll wait for that on a later date. But Who is that? The ACC, the ACC is, is 14. But it's, I guess it's technically 15, just because uh, because Notre Dame is, you know, they you know they play some ACC ball. Mm, or whatever, okay. So. Uh, what would you ask? You Who about? is that? Penn State. Oh, you already what know, man. You already know. <laughs> we are Penn State, dog. We are. The nitty line, man. Thank hey, you. Hey, don't don't. Hey, let Sanders go to the next topic. Uh, let's. Nah, yeah. I want to get him started. <laughs> let's go to the next topic. Well, hey, yeah, hey, hey. Uh, Go ahead. Let me just say this: uh, Oklahoma and Texas, I appreciate them for they want to go to the SEC because it will make <laughs> it will make the Buckeyes roll a little less um, harder because you know yeah. we're gonna secure a spot for sure. Now, like we don't have to worry about battling that fourth or uh, third spot, so you know it's gonna be Bama, Clemson, Ohio State. Now, who that fourth spot gonna be? I don't know. But because Oklahoma ruined their chances. Boy, say it again, boy. Like I said, you just nah. We don't. We don't want to win national title. We good. Oh man, that's crazy. Oh, dude, that's, that's crazy. Hey, we are gonna have a college football episode, so y'all get ready. So just let that be known now. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, move, moving on here to to the NFL and what they got going on. Um, so today we've seen two coaches, one in Minnesota and one in New England, both either get relieved of their duties or not being able to coach this season due to not wanting to uh get the COVID nineteen vaccination shot. And um, I don't know if this has been confirmed. Uh, but it was talks out there that the league was possibly wanting to get to to the point where if a player hasn't been vaccinated and COVID situations come about, that they will f- pretty much force the team to forfeit 
the game. And that has that has brought up a lot of attention, has stirred up a, a lot of conversation here. Uh there was a tweet, then deleted tweet from DeAndre Hopkins basically almost contemplating retirement um because of all of this. Um I'm gonna do pre I'm gonna start with you just because we with you being a coach. Uh, I won't. I won't. I won't ask you like if you're pro shot or anti shot because mm-hmm. that's that's neither here nor there. Because um, I mean, pers- that's just your, that's your personal thing. That's your personal thing. But just your reactions of like how you've been looking at with the coaches like getting fired and not being able to coach, and then this whole talk of whatever this the league is trying to uh, do here, like. As a coach, how are you feeling about all this, and what? How are you looking at this, and is this something that y'all have been maybe discussing about? If y'all have today, if not, you know, probably will discuss about it. But man, just give me your thoughts on all of this real quick. Yeah, it's something that is unfortunate. I was we'll have to talk about it and everything like that. Um, but as as far as the league goes, man, I I really I don't like it. Um. I know at least the, what what they're saying is, which, or what they're saying is that they're not mandating players to get it. Um, if there's an outbreak on your team, they're not doing any rescheduling, so you just have to forfeit the game. Um, so, to me, actually, I don't, I don't really have a problem with that. The the NFL was a mess last year with all the scheduling and the rescheduling and everything like that. You had to. You had to spend with Pittsburgh, then play a game for two weeks, and then had to play. It was like three, like three games in like two weeks or something like that. So like, yeah, that's too much. So if there's an outbreak, you know, you say you know four, five or more guys or whatever that test positive. All right, man, like y'all got to shut it down. Like to this week, okay, boom, y'all just got to forfeit. We're not rescheduling. I have no problem with that because, in my opinion, that puts onus on one. It doesn't force anybody to get the shot. If you don't, if you don't want to get it, you don't got to get it. If you got it, that's cool. But for the guys that, for the guys that didn't get it, now it's the thing of okay, you got to watch what you're doing. You cannot just be out here, you know, doing whatever. You got to take care of yourself. You got to make sure you wearing your mask and the social, you know, doing the social distancing and everything like that. So you don't get it. And it then turn maybe inside an outbreak and all that type of stuff. So that's just I don't like I've seen little things where people say, you know, you're a bad team if you don't get the vaccine. I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think if you don't get the vaccine, you're a bad teammate. I think if you don't get the vaccine and then you're irresponsible, I think that is where it's like, you know, now you're being a bad teammate. Because I could care less if you get it, but if you're not gonna get it, I still even if even if I got it, I still gotta be safe. So if you don't get it and you're not being precautious, you 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 the team is not your first priority. Win is not your first priority. So I don't agree with that. With that, the coaches I definitely don't agree with. How are we gonna fire a coach because he don't want to get a shot? That absolutely makes no sense. And really, to be honest with you, it makes a whole lot of sense that it's the Patriots that's doing this. That it had been, it was the Patriots that. It, I don't know if the guy got fired or if like it was just like he's not coaching with the team this year or whatever. I can't remember, but that sounds very Patriot X, where Bill 
Bill Belichick is like, everybody's getting the shot. And if you don't get the shot, then you won't be coaching here. And once again, it's the thing of he's trying to make sure he can do everything in his power to, to see that an outbreak does not happen. But you cannot force me to get the shot. You can't. You cannot force me to get it. The league does not mandate it. It is not mandated by the government. None of that. So the fact that you you firing me or you saying I can't coach with the team because I did not get the shot is absurd to me. Absurd. If players want to get it, that's fine. If players don't want to get it, that's fine. But guys got to know. Okay, it's certain things you gotta you gotta. You can and can't do if you don't get it. It's certain things that you can and can't do if you do have it. Coaches is the same way, but we can't. I don't. I don't like the. The I don't like that folks were hounding D Hop about what he said. Now, as far do I think he was? I don't. I don't think that he would really go as far as to retiring. But I, I understood what he was saying because people are saying, "Well, I'm a bad teammate because." I'm not getting the shot, or I'm talking about not getting the shot. So, um, this is this this could this could get ugly real quick. This could get ugly real quick because I know there's some guys that on you know on these NFL teams that have it, and there's gonna be some of their teammates that didn't. But if they're out here firing coaches and stuff like that, or telling coaches, no, you can't you can't coach with the team because because there's gonna be a coach that either gets put on leave or gets fired that one of these big time, big name players is going to be one of their coaches and they're not going to like it. And it's going to start something. So the NFL better be careful because it, it could get ugly real quick. Yeah, I agree with, uh, Dupree. Um, this is a sticky situation. For if, if we take just take out morals and st- what people believe, we take that out. It's a uh, sticky situation because I don't think you can just force anything. Um, force anything, matter what, whether whatever the case may be, on a person. You know, uh, like you said, now it's your decision if you don't get it. The granted the NFL does have the right. Well, look, we ain't gonna. I've been better off of them if they would have said, "Look, this is what we meant. This is what we're not mandating the shot." However, if you ain't gonna get it, and you guys have too many close contact or whatever, too many you guys test positive. Look, you forfeit the game. You forfeit your game because we don't have time to constantly reschedule. We already add an extra game. We already losing a week because another team don't have a bye week if you're not the first um, seed. So we don't have time, like you said, Sanders. Steelers uh, postponed about two, three games. Steelers was giving everybody COVID um, last season. He gave my boys, <laughs> gave my boys the Ravens. <laughs> Ravens. So that's why we lost. Gave them all oh, COVID, man. Oh, Come on, man. We know go. what's going on, man. We go. know what's going on. So, Roger, get there. Thank you. Get them folks out of there. They got COVID, hey. man. 
forfeit that game. Come on, we top well, of the uh, How did I? How did you? How did I know it's gonna turn all the way back to the Ravens? <laughs> oh man. man. Ravens, my, boy just, my boy just went. My boy just went conspiracy, brother. <laughs> man, but no, but uh you know what I'm saying. I do like the NFL. Like, if you, we not gonna force you to get this vaccine, but by you not getting it, these are your uh, every cause has effects. So these are the repercussions to that. If more than whatever percentage of you guys come up with COVID or test positive, we got to forfeit you guys. We sorry. You know what I'm saying? That's just that. But to mandate, oh, you got to get this vaccine or like the coaches leaving because getting fired, like losing their job. Uh, right now it's the coaches, but when it starts transforming, uh, translating to the players and like Dupree said, the uh, the coaches' favorite players, now you got um, a protest situation. Now we possibly potentially got an NFL lockout. <clears throat> so like I was talking I was talking I was in the barbershop and I was talking to my barber. I was telling him um my opinion I feel like this this COVID what the uh, regulations what they doing it's like it's kind of like the kneeling uh situation. Uh to me, yeah you say it's optional, however you uh, create repercussions to make, you know what I'm saying, make it seem like, well, you can do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? We're not taking your uh, civil rights uh, away from you. However, we got to do what we got to do. And it's not in the favor of the, whether it be the coaches or the players. So, but he said, he was like, uh, to just go a little bit on what he was, he, he obviously disagreed. He said, he stated like the NFL is a job and he feel like the players or coaches are the NFL employees. I hate when they use that terminology or, you know, and, but anyway, and he feel like if your job uh, creates certain rules and regulations that you should follow. But, but we all know if that was the case and your company was always right or whatever and say it wouldn't be no equal employment uh, hotline that you can call and uh, things of that nature. So it's really a sticky situation. I have a perspective. You go about it. I think the Roger Goodell and the Player Association need to come together Um and figure out a better method um, to see how they can get some progress going forward into the season. If not, I feel like the NFL would be on the verge of a lockout. And I would be mad because, you know, my Ravens Super Bowl contenders, Ravens flock, we're going to say, hey, be on the lookout. Put your bets in now. <laughs> oh, you hear that Dupree? Man. Put your bet saying Dupree. I'm telling you. Say tap in, bro. <laughs> tap in while he can. Tap in while he can. Don't start with me, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> hey. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we, we top. Yes. We top. Yes. We look. We top five yes. winning the Super Bowl. 
We top three and winning the AFC. That's all I'm gonna say. You know. Now you do what you want with your money, but if I was you, I bet on them Ravens. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> uh, man, for me, um, I'm right there with y'all, bro. To me, this is this is. This is a lot of shades of gray. This is definitely not black and white because uh, my first initial reaction when they brought about the forfeit thing, I was like, initially, I was like, man, that's fucked up. Like, why would you even do that? Like, I'm like these ain't high schoolers. You know what I'm saying? Like, they grown man, bro. Let these folks play. Don't let them do no forfeit. But then, I, I it's like what you mentioned, uh, Eli. I thought about. It. I'm like. Man, they got 18 weeks now. They got 17 games now. It's an extra game. They really ain't got time to be sitting up here trying to reschedule stuff and everything like that. Because I think they even talking about that in college football, like to the point, hey, man, look, y'all get an outbreak, y'all just got to take that L because somebody's not being responsible enough to not contract this virus. Um. So my, at first, initially, I was just like, damn, I don't know. Forfeit is like a stretch. I still think it's kind of a stretch, but now it's kind of like I can kind of see why they would have to go to that resort because we're in a 17-game schedule that you're can have that you going to have to find a way to reschedule someone's game at that point. That's going to be their bye week. They lose their original bye week. They're going to have to try to figure something else out and then if this happens again if it's a constant thing like how it was last year with Pittsburgh then what are you left to do so I think I think it's not a bad idea that the fact that they bring that up as far as a possible forfeit I don't I still really don't 100% like it but I definitely understand it um I mean as far as like players getting vaccinated or not i mean it is at this point it is what it is it's gonna be their decision and i do like the fact that the league isn't like mandating um no you know players to 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 get the vaccine but i'm gonna i'm gonna just bring this perspective in and you know y'all can chime in and how y'all think to take that but let's just say as a fan right I mean, I don't know if this is going to be the rules for it, but just hypothetically speaking, let's just say as a fan, I, I want to go to a game, and they say I can't go to this game unless I am vaccinated, which that may not be the case. I'm just hypothetically speaking here. If if you're push, I feel like if you're pushing the envelope on me as a fan of this sport and wanting to go see the game, go watch this game or whatever, you're pushing the envelope on me to go get vaccinated. How come the guys that I'm paying this money for to go see won't go get vaccinated. Like, y'all see what I'm saying? Kind of, sort of, you know, if if y'all lost, y'all let me know. But from the, I feel like just from that perspective on it, it's like, you ain't, you ain't really mandating them, but I'm like, why not just yeah. go ahead? Because, you know, what if, what if I spend my hard arm money, I'm ready to go see, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, let's just, for example, let's just say if if I'm a New England Patriots fan and we know week four on the schedule, Tom Brady is coming up there to Foxborough. He's making his return. His Patriots in the books. And I'm, you know, we got the tickets. We ready to go see, 
you know what I'm saying, Brady, he, he ain't been up here since, you know what I'm saying, he threw that pick six against the Titans and everything like that. And, you know, we want to see him, we might be happy, or we might boo him, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then it comes to say, oh, um, um, Devin White, Levante David, uh, Antoine Winfrey, all these guys, oh, COVID outbreak with the Buccaneers. All right. What's going on? No game. Forfeit. I'm like, damn. Y'all not here being responsible, bro. Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just, I'm just trying to figure that out. Like, how, how is this going to work? Where can they meet in the middle with this to where they can show that it's like, can get done, but not necessarily like trying to force it? Because I don't even think, um, not even half the league, not half their teams, uh, in the league even got like 60 or 70 percent of their squad vaccinated so it's a lot of folks that's not even really getting the shot um but it's i just think i don't know i just think it's a it's definitely a lot of gray in this because at the end, like i said at the end of the day you can't force nobody to do nothing but i just feel like not trying to like make like the athletes like the guinea pig or like they're supposed to do this just because people look up to them because you know, Charles Barkley said the best. You know what I'm saying? He, ain't, I ain't your role model, so I can understand that for sure, 100. percent But I just find that I can, I can see where as a, a average person can look at that and be like, well, if I'm, you know what I'm saying? If the the envelope is getting pushed on me to get vaccinated, what makes you different from me? Now you got a point with that. It's a lot of gray area, like you stated. Yeah, this is tough, man. But, okay, go go ahead, Degree. My bad. Oh no, no, that's all I was saying. It's just it's that's a tough decision to make. But in the same um, instance, um, the government or states haven't mandated a vaccine um, to get a vaccine either. True. They just strongly and they just strongly encourage it. That's true. So. I feel like the NFL should have went about it in a better manner than how they how then how they going about it. I think it should have it could have been delivered better. So, but you know we ain't here um, to influence people on their vaccination. If you get it, good for you. If you don't get it, good for you. Man, stay healthy. Right. Take your vitamins, drink your water. For sure. For sure. We ain't forcing that down. No, we is not telling y'all on here to go, go, you know, you need to go get vaccinated. You know, that is your choice. <laughs> you feel me? You want to do it? That's what's up. If you don't, I feel it. As long as either way, as long as we all still protecting ourselves, that's, that's it. <laughs> That is it, man. This this been another. This been a real good episode for sure. Um, I know we chopped it up for a good little minute, but dude, this this was this was needed, bro. Because today was crazy for sure. With what was going on with with the, the 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 college football move and everything going on with uh, the NFL and how they're doing with, with COVID vaccinations and everything. So, um. Man, it was much needed though, man. Hey, training camp 
in the NFL this Saturday, I think. Now, some people might be already in there. I think Dallas might be one of the teams that's already um, in training camp. But I think everybody else starts coming in this Saturday, I believe. Yeah, Dallas mistaken. and Pittsburgh are already in it. Yeah. I think everybody else. I know the Falcons starting this week and everything. So, yeah, training camp and then camp for college is coming up too. So, it's almost that time. It's getting close. Quick question. Y'all watching Hard Knocks, bro? I, I can't do it. I can't do it this year. Who's the team? It's the Cowboys, G. Yeah, I'm out. Probably we're going to be able to have a lot of time anyways because we'll be in camp too, but um, I'm really not interested in watching the Cowboys. I like Michael Parsons. I like C.D. Lamb. I'm a fan of Dak. I think Dak should have got his money before he got hurt, but that's either here nor there, but no, I'm, I'm out. Felt like they could have found another team instead of Dallas. Yeah, they, the Cowboys is always on it too. They've been just like their third or fourth time being on there. Mm-hmm. Like, like they've been on there multiple times. The Bengals been there now multiple times. It, yeah, it's more like there's more than there's, there's 32 teams. You know, you can find other teams to go, you know go go watch and see what's going on. I would like to see uh, well maybe not now. I was going to say Green Bay, but they got a lot going on. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. They got a lot going on. I like, mean, they got a lot going on. But I would like to see, like, I would like to see what the Cardinals look like, like, during, you know, camp. I would like to see what, what uh, the Seahawks, go check out what the Seahawks look like. Uh, you could have did the Titans. like you Yeah, ten- Tennessee would have been cool. That would have been cool. You could have did, you know, there's plenty of uh, teams you could did. So, Yeah. I don't know. Then again, I guess it's, it's slick don't bowl well for you to be on hard knocks because a lot of those teams, I think it's only been once or twice maybe a team that's been on hard knocks made the playoffs. So, <laughs> yeah, you might not even want to be on there, really. Yeah, I ain't gonna say what I was gonna say. I'm gonna leave them alone. Nah, man, say it. No, we good. I was gonna uh, say maybe go go visit Baltimore, but you know. I don't, I don't think he want that. <laughs> and they got they got some secrets in Baltimore. He's trying to keep quiet. So, oh man, for sure, man. Like I said this has been another good episode, man. For sure. Uh, y'all got any last words? Any shout outs? Y'all wanna wanna do? Wanna give out there to the people? Yeah, just shout out to the man above, the man upstairs watching, watching over his man again. This is next podcast. Um, Biggest thing is always just continue to stay safe. You know, wear your mask and everything like that. Um, like Eli said earlier, you know, drink your water, take your vitamins, do all that stuff, keep your immune system up and everything. Um, and then just in general, man, just be safe, man. Be safe and be smart. Um, just, guess, you know. Yeah, that's the best way I could put it, man. Just be safe and be smart out here. Um, watch what you're doing. Watch who you, you know who you're doing it with and everything, because um, you just never know. But uh, continue to, uh, you know, look for your purpose. You know, seek out your purpose. What what you're supposed to do in your life. What you're supposed to do in this in this thing called life. And uh, once you find that, man, spend the rest of it. Fulfilling it, man, to the best of your ability. That's it.
You got anything you want to say, Eli? take that as a note yeah <laughs> but man yeah definitely shout out to the big man upstairs of course without him none of this is possible um i appreciate both of y'all as, as always coming in and um you know doing doing the podcast with me for sure um this is it's always good talks when we can just sit here and just you know talk about what's going on out here in the sport and uh in the sports world um because even even though it's, it's a little break right now, I guess unless you unless you a an avid baseball fan, and well, you got the Olympics coming up here soon too, so I guess you can get ready for that as well. But um, you know, so just a little short little period here. But man, when one season ends, another one begins, and so just basketball wrapped up, baseball almost getting ready to come to an end. But you know, hey, football season is right around the corner. I mean, it, it's really here, honestly. If you're really looking at it, but um appreciate everybody that's always listening, tuning in. I really appreciate everyone who uh came in and joined us every time we went live on the Instagram page for sure during the NBA finals. Uh that was pretty cool, man. We had a a, a lot of support. And I, I saw I I saw how pretty much from from each game from time to time, man, the 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 viewers was going up, the interaction was going up. So uh, I think that was definitely cool what we did, right? Yeah. For sure. So I really appreciate everybody uh, definitely, tuning definitely. in for that. Definitely appreciate everybody tuning in for that, for sure, man. Um, and yeah, y'all stay safe out here, man. Protect yourself. Um, you know, summertime, it is still hot out here, for sure, man. Make sure y'all drinking plenty of water. Stay hydrated. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just. Keep cool wherever the areas that you're in, especially everybody out there on, on the West Coast. I know it's been, man, I don't even, I can't even describe that, how crazy it's been out there for sure. But uh, I definitely stay stay hydrated out here if you can. Um, man, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. No means no. No means no. I'm saying AGP was just last weekend. For, for, for my Greek folks, AGP was just last weekend. I hope, you know, everything was cool as far as that stuff goes. If you in Nashville, NGP is this weekend. It's, it's Saturday. You know what I'm saying? You dang whatever. But at the end of the day, no means no. <laughs> um, Man, like I said, follow the Instagram at Easy Money Sports Podcast. Follow the Twitter at podcast underscore EMS. Um, episode dropping for sure right now is after we get done with this episode gonna be up um keep listening keep subscribing keep telling your friends about the podcast man and um that's really all i got man y'all be safe out here peace love and tranquility this has been another episode of the easy money sports podcast peace